You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Well, good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello everybody, it is Saturday. Welcome to Phoenix 92.5 FM. And I'm going to talk into my, my microphone this time instead of randomly off into the sky. My name is Daryl Connor, and this is Nerd to Know Basis. It's a more intimate show this week. Uh, it's myself and the one, the only, straight out of Canto herself, Lisa Harris. How's it Lisa? Straight out of Canto in the house. I am so good. How are you, Dara? I'm excited it's great. to be here. Oh man, it's been so long since we've done a show together that I'm like, I haven't talked to you in ages, but I talk to you all the time. It's weird. <laughs> it's so I know. weird. Reunited. Feels so good. I've <laughs> said the show that you and Bryn did there like two weeks ago was wonderful. I, you know what, right? So here's a confession for everybody. So it's confession time, everybody. Uh, my favorite episodes of these shows are the shows that I'm not on it, and someone's going, "Yeah, me too." Uh, <laughs> so the shows that I'm not on, I actually like listening to. So whenever I'm not on, I'm just like, "Oh, where are you guys listening to?" And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the show that you and Brendan. Nice busman's was... holiday for you. You say which? I said it was a night. It's a nice busman's holiday for you. It's like you get all the perks of having the show done, but without all the pressure of being on it. No, it's weird, right? Because I just like listening to the shows and it's kind of like, do you ever see that meme of that lad sitting beside, like, what's it like listening to a podcast and some lad sitting beside, like, a yeah. poster of people? And that's kind of what it's like. It's yeah. like just hanging out with everybody. <laughs> you know, this is weird because I do a show with them, but, you know. <laughs> and also, I don't jump in and cut over people all the time. So, you know, I actually just get to hear what people say. You know, I'm not I'm not on the radio mode, so it's, it's nice to just, you know, sit back uh... and listen to it. But how the hell have you been? I tell you, so if people don't realize, I'm going to put you on the spot, Lisa. Um, so you're like, oh, no. you're like the the best kept seeker of the Irish metal scene that has just been discovered. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So you've written a track that won't leave my head and won't leave anyone else's <laughs> head. <laughs> and uh, that, pe- that, that people are going to love and... You know, it needs to be in Eurovision. We're going to get that going. I you. want it in the Eurovision. I swear to, to God. Be, no, it needs to no, be in the Eurovision. Listen, listeners of Phoenix FM, when you hear this track, it needs to go to the Eurovision because it is wonderful. Please. It needs to be a video. You know, actually, yeah. was it Tom Tom from Zora said that? It's like um, if Ghost exclusively played the George, which I think is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and you know, you know, oh, you did God, say yeah. he, so. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, right? So myself and Lisa are doing uh, the All Ireland Metal Project, allirelandmetalproject.com, and it's uh, basically a three-track, uh, sorry, a three-album release of tracks from people in the metal scene all over Ireland. And the first album is coming out later this month. And Lisa wrote an incredible track, the lead single off it, and that's what we're talking about. Sorry, Lisa, go for it. <laughs> yeah, no, the song is called Oiwa Monogatari. It is a symphonic horror metal track that is still mainstream accessible. And it um it's basically based on a, a really cool old Japanese folk horror story just about uh, this badass ghost chick uh, who's been wronged by her uh, wicked samurai husband. So she comes back from the grave to continuously kill him. And it's a very catchy chorus. And, it's so uh, catchy. Yeah, and when, okay. when I sing it, I picture me in, in Italy on the big Eurovision stage getting deuce paw in a lovely spangly ABBA-style flared suit, so. <laughs> we need to, you know, we, we need to get this on the Eurovision. Change.org petition, yeah. You know, when it is the happen. Eurovision? When it, look, we always do terrible anyway. We might as well actually put yeah. something good on it, you know? I'll be honest, the, it, the tickets go live in November, so they've already decided for this year, but for next year's Eurovision. Listen, if we get enough people to do it, yeah, this, they'll do it. Yeah, they'll, they'll do it. Because I've I've tried to do Eurovision so many times before. They just will have not you actually? Enter- yeah, they just will not entertain me. Will not <laughs> okay, entertain okay, me. Hold, like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We did have a show plan, <laughs> but that's got out the window <laughs> now for it. You need to tell me how that works. So um, how, please, please do. I'm oh man, okay, mind blown. Go on. Okay. How do you, how do you apply for the Eurovision? Okay, so the the short answer is I don't know, but when I was a student, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, when I was a student at BIM in 2015, I went back as a mature student for a year, and with that came a load of perks. So the whole point of BIM is they're like we've got all these insider contacts and la 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 la. And um, one of the things um they they had access to was they're like posting in this specific industry insider group was oh entries and entrance for the eurovision uh for 2016 please submit here and i'm like well well so um i don't know if uh anybody would ever ever have heard of my song crazy for you but i submitted crazy for you for the next couple of years um for eurovision and uh they just kept saying no and then the email just stopped working okay we need to organize this and get this ready to go so if anyone is if anyone is listening to this now who has contacts, we need to get Lisa into Eurovision with her All Ireland Metal Project song. <laughs> not only because it's an amazing song and not only because Lisa's the best, but come on, she'll win. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, no. She'll win. Look, it's, it's not only It's like, but look, look at like things like, like last year, right? Manskeen won. Um, Eurovision and they I it was everything about it was just the energy and the presentation I didn't even think the song was that good but if you put on a spectacle like that you know what I mean and you the have song the song is so catchy man like that that's it that it's a catchy song I, I have no idea what the rest of the verse was but that chorus was brilliant they looked amazing they had the whole proper thing and it's gas because they had a couple of other metal bands on like they had this really drab very good but very drab metal band from Finland on last year's Eurovision who I'm like mm. look you're you're very good and you're very serious but if you want to bring metal to Eurovision you have to have the camp Eurovision-ness see and this is it. you know what I mean but and this that's is what the thing. did they were but authentic is... to themselves but 
Yeah. But this is what your song has as well. It has the catchiness. As far as when we were picking the tracks, right, it was unanimous that your was the lead single. Absolutely, like, That's unanimous. Real. Everyone was like, you know, that effing song is so good. Like, it was like, yeah, it I is. never thought that would happen. Like, honest to God. Oh, I the minute I heard it, I was just like, this it's is like It's one of those things one. where I entered into this entire project going, the only way I'm going to do this is if we uh, ultimately, I went in with the intention to make this happen, but I never expected it to because my experience in the last 10 years on both the Irish music scene and the Irish metal scene is like, hmm. they're never going to give the woman the lead. They're never going to give a weird song the lead. They're never going to give a weird woman singing a weird song about a weird woman the lead. They're not, you know what I mean? Like I, I said it on Carl's uh. Metal Cell podcast the other week, I was like, and I'm saying this based on my just my own personal experiences. And I said in the documentary as well, I hadn't met the right people at the right time. But mm. this time around, I have met the right people at the right time. And it's all just kind of come together. So I I never, ex- I, it's what I wanted, but I wouldn't, didn't hope for it. You know what I mean? Oh, look, I'm, you know, when you initially pitched the idea to me, I was like, okay, I don't know what to expect. And then he said to me, I'm like, this yeah. is the best thing I've ever heard. I know. Yeah. Cause I remember I was like, yes, do you know what I'm going to do? Like, cause like, I'm really inspired by like um, Japanese visual K bands. And I just think they're, so weird but see so okay hold on brilliant just like, gonna stop it the for a minute. Look, they have this art oh, like unreal. okay right imagine this right you're you're in the final or not or whatever the eurovision and you have a whole big back end behind oh, yeah. you and you have the, like i can just see it now yeah and it'd be amazing and people are like what mm-hmm. was that and be like well that's just what it is yeah we have to make this happen lisa that's now, nice. and i guess if anyone is listening we're making to this, it happen i swear to god i'm telling you it needs to happen like song for ireland you know come on whatever you know just you know going to make this happen and i want to say i'm putting a call out now for anyone who who uh who knows let us know uh near to know me near to know gmail.com let us know because you know hashtag lisa to eurovision yeah <laughs> oiva to eurovision well, I, I, well I, you say oiva is that how you say oiva oiva O-I-W-A. Iowa. 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 Yeah, it's easier to say. Iowa. It. It's yeah, easier to it, sing it. It yeah. is. Yeah, I still don't know how to pronounce it. And I, I'm the one that wrote the song. <laughs> no, oh, there's so, so many catchy. different ways you could say it. Yeah, no, it's but so no, catchy. honest to God. And it's just one of those things because, like, with Eurovision, I think, see, I, it feels like Ireland wants to fail. Do you know what I mean? Like, with some yeah. of the things they do, like, like, we lost a football match yesterday, but they're acting like we won. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I didn't see it because I had band practice and I'm like, Wait, you lost to Serbia. Oh, so you drew to Serbia. It's like but there haven't... wasn't even a draw. They didn't even get a goal. It, it was, was an own goal. goal so an automatic point. So do you know what I mean? They lost. And it's not like the other week when they lost to Portugal and they had Ronaldo and it's like, look, that's a washout. But they lost to Azerbaijan. They lost yep. to Serbia. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and they're there acting like they won. And they're there like, and my mom's like, Ireland are a na- like, I'm, and like, I mean this in a nice way. We're a nation of losers and we're proud of losing. And it's like, we don't know. How, and, and in some this ways, is colonial. It's, like, it's, it's, it's because of colonialism. That's, that's the reason. It. That's and what it's it is. Like yeah. we're, cust- we're accustomed to it. And like, we're, yep. we're proud of losers. Because in which in one way is good. Because it's like, you tried, you did your best. You lost beautifully. But then I'm like, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice just if we won. to win? Here's the, here's the thing right we won six times in the past let's do it again well here's the thing right so Britain said it to me a while ago and then it was backed up by a facebook post uh a while ago oh yeah and Britain was like you know the problem in ireland is you know when you get above your station people are like ah, look at you thinking you deserve Ooh. it didn't you remember when you called the teacher ma 
that, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's stuff like it. that that just like undercuts you completely. And it was it was that fr- it was this was backed up by a post. I posted on my Facebook page there a while ago because I saw from uh I think it was from uh, Mick from uh, Z- uh Zilock Cult. He was like um Oh yeah. It was like Irish, you know, trying to be fashionable in Ireland. And it was like you know, uh, there was a kid in my class called Moses because he wore sandals once when he was nine. Uh, you know, yes! a, a girl wore a hat. Or the like, yank because you wear a baseball cap once. Yeah. Or uh, the best one. Uh, there was there was brilliant ones, but one was um, you know a girl wore a beret and she was called Super Mario for the for the, from death. <laughs> just like, and it is that kind of thing, you know. It, it's this yeah. weird Irish post-colonial mindset that's like, if you go yeah. anything above what you know is set out, you're like, oh yeah. well, you know, whatever. And can't be I having agree. that now. Oh Jesus, get notions above your station. Get notions above your station there, and you're like, well, you know, there you go. And that's why you know, it still seems like with the Irish football team, it's just like it's just pathetic <laughs> it's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life it is it's like, you, like how can you not beat Serbia yeah, they're not, not even be- full time football yeah, it's you know like, what I mean yeah they're it's not. like it's they're like lads, you know or Azerbaijan I don't even know where that is I'm like uh, did, you know come on like lads what's going on like all these things better is, in like, Eurovision than we but look what I'm saying to you is like our team are made up by full time footballers yeah both of those players, both teams, on I think aren't fo- full time footballers. I think they're, they're like they, they're they have the other jobs. Time lads, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like come on, like getting beaten by weekend warriors. What is going on? <laughs> it's all Ridiculous. comes down to the mentality. Irish people don't like to succeed. Irish no, they do not. Don't like no. seeing other people succeed. <laughs> no, we are very bitter people. <laughs> very bitter, are, people. aren't we? Oh yep. my god! And this is why you move to America because the Americans oh. do not have that mindset. Oh my oh. god, no! I've heard so many stories about musicians because you know the way, like, and at like say, um, Irish gigs, you can't really, you can't talk to the audience, you can't make eye contact with the audience, you can't entertain them. You're not allowed, you're not allowed to put on a show. You're not allowed, you're not allowed to uh, look like you're enjoying yourself. You just have to stand there with your guitar, staring at the ground. And like, I know so many people who like would get applauded for that over here at the village or Wheelands, and then they go over to America and they literally get booed off the stage, saying, "You got to yeah. put on a fuck a freaking show." buddy do you know what i mean like it's, well, it's that's that it, thing. you know like and that's the thing and i think it's it's like it goes through everything that we seem to do as like a nation where it's just like no matter as what it nation. is it's just mm-hmm. like the worst of everything purely because no one wants to get above their station but anyone who does it's like well at least you tried <laughs> you might have failed epically but at least you're... and that's why in the eurovision when they put dustin in i'm like you know what that was amazing. <laughs> that was, more, I think that was brilliant. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, I was like, you know, I go for it. I still remember that song from 10 years ago. Do you think I remember any other song from the yeah. last 10 years? No. I, and I, it's, it... I, was in, I was in Greece. Uh, okay. I went, I was, well, I think it was in second year of college. And I went yeah. over to go see all the the sites, you know, like the Neopropolis mm. and that kind of stuff. I was there with my dad and um, Eurovision was on for some reason, because of course it was. And that's mm. when I came. That's when that came out. I was like, "Oh man, you know." And I remember that on a statically little portable TV that only had two stations, but somehow you were able to get the Eurovision on it. And I'm like, "Oh, but yeah." Do you think I can remember any of the other songs that we had this year? Or uh-uh. since then, cannot, no. cannot name one. No, no, no. 
and it's no disrespect on the artists it's just they're given bad songs because I, it's almost like you know in, in the father ted lovely horse episode where mm. they're like you'd almost swear you'd want ireland to lose because it's, it's just too expensive to host. host and it's like is it that or are we just used to failure well here's we the comfortable thing comfortable in our failure well, see we are comfortable in our failure that's like but if you watch anything that's produced in ireland on like a mainstream level it's all terrible and it's, <laughs> it all shouldn't be like you know it's so hard not to go to that like it's so hard not to go to that sorry i was trying not to no i'm it. trying not to as well i'm trying to think but it's just it's just screaming at me like, it's just here but no like anything that's produced it's like it just has this sheen of garbage like just absolute Wee. garbage tear you know it, and, it and it just doesn't have to be it just does not no. have to be like okay case in point right First, uh, no, no. Stop bringing up Fair City there. <laughs> it's other thing. Yeah, no. Father Ted, right? So oh. Father Ted was not made in Ireland. Well, it was made in no. Ireland, but wasn't made by Irish companies. It was made by mm-hmm. uh, Channel 4, right? There is no reason why that show couldn't have been made by RTE. Other than they don't know how to do it. They don't have the self-awareness to do it. They still don't have the self-awareness to do it. You know, when RT does comedy, it's usually cringe as all hell. Like, remember that sketch they did over Christmas where they, you know, they, it, got, it actually, like, the, the blasphemous one that just wasn't funny. It was oh, like that. yeah. It was like, that's the extent of RT comedy where it's like, oh, you went for the bare basic joke instead of yeah. the good joke, which would have made way more sense. I know. And you're like, Okay, yeah, fair enough. But that's what it is, and it's 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 throughout the whole lot. Like sometimes you'll get you know the Bull Island, or you'll get the you'll get like Republic Italy or something like that, yeah. where it's like you know the outliers or Savage Eye or something like that. But then oh, they yeah. disappear off into the ether, and it's like, did that happen, or is that like a I know a COVID right? fever dream? You know, <laughs> I know. There's so much bland banality and tweeness in between. You're like, okay, can that ever happen again? And it's such a shame because there's such phenomenal talent in this yeah. in this country that's just we being are, exported every day. Dude, we're such a talented nation. It's unreal. But again. Because of colonialization, and that's what it is. And I've been trying to figure out for a very long time what it is. And a hundred percent is that it's this kind of beaten down mentality where Irish people are like, Oh, sure, sure, isn't it grand? Sure, look, what can you do? And you're like, You can do a lot, something (laughs) you can do something, anything, anything. (laughs) don't just do nothing, (laughs) (laughs) don't just sit there, you know. And it's like, That's that's what happens, you know. And then it ends up, Well, ah, sure, look, it's like, No, stop saying that. Sure, look, that doesn't mean anything. Do something. You know? Oh, and yeah. That, you know, and that's kind of what it is. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this going, why are these head cases screaming at five in the day? Do something. Go out and make something. And get Lisa onto the, the Eurovision. That's the, yeah. that's what we need to do. Needs to be on the Eurovision. Because here's the thing, Lisa. I want to be sitting there watching it going, there's my friend. She's awesome. And she's going to win the Eurovision. And I believe that. That's not you not a game. You'll be watching it on the telly, honey. You'll be doing fucking backing guitar, honey. Oh man, okay. No, you're that's... not. You're yeah, yeah. No, you're doing back. You're doing okay. second guitars or whatever it is. Okay. That's okay. called rhythm deal. guitars. That's a deal. <laughs> no, okay, no, that's no, no, deal. no. If that's we get to Eurovision, you're coming with us. You're going to be on that couch there in Greece. Oh you're man, not, but that's uh... okay. That's no, a deal. Italy, Italy, Italy. <laughs> Nobody ever says Italy. <laughs> well, look, that's a deal. That's, if that's a deal, an incentive for you. You're coming with us. You're in the band for it. 
Well, it was an incentive anyway, because I want that song in your because the thing about it is like you will actually win. There's nothing sure. I you know, I have yeah. so much faith in it. And here's the thing, if you guys are yeah. going, what he is talking about, yeah, buy the album, listen to it yourself, you will not get that song out of your head, folks. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. I listen to it all the time and it won't leave my head. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stuck there. Oh man, but yeah. Irish, Irish people need to sort that colonialism thing out. They need, to, they need to just put it aside, go out and do something and go and be your best selves because be that's... Be proud yes. of who you are and don't exactly. let anybody dull your shine because we're a I, nation of begrudgers. It's oh, begrudgery. Don't listen to the begrudgers. If you do something small and you're happy with it, feck everyone else. Be yep. proud. Don't let anybody give you the wishy-washy, mealy-mouthed hypocrisy of, oh, love yourself, be yourself, but then try and put you down. Love what you do, no matter exactly. whether if it's something small that no one else will ever see or whether it's getting Lisa Harris to the Eurovision. Whatever you do with your day, be proud of it and just exactly. do something, anything. Sure, what can you do? Something. That's it. That's what needs to be. Sure, what can you do? Something. We're going to get that on a T-shirt. That's going to be. Actually, an, yeah. That's going to be an air, That's going to be an air to no media T-shirt. Yeah. Now available sure. at Redbubble. Uh, we will actually do that. <laughs> we, yeah, will no, actually get, we will actually we need... do that. We will get one of those things. Sure, what can you do? Something. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something. And here's another thing as well, right? If you did call the teacher Matt when you were like six, that's okay too. <laughs> Don't let someone beat you down for that. Because here's the thing. Everyone's done it. And if you haven't done it, you're lying. So that's it's, it's I've called happened. my boss mom a few times. You have not. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I've gone into her office oh, like, no. with an invoice or something. I'm like, sorry, mom, here. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> they have the good taste not to make any reference to it at all and just oh. not make eye contact with me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's so funny. It's only happened once or twice, but it has happened. <laughs> it was even worse because one time it was a male boss, so that was oh, just all God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you're just like, I'm just going to go anywhere I, from I'm here. I'm just going to crawl out <laughs> this window. <laughs> oh, look, there's my train. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. That is so funny. But yeah, look, you know, I'm excited for the album. I really am. I think it's class. Um, and you know, it needs to be yeah, done. No. And it is case in point where if you want to, if you want something to change, you kind of have to do it yourself. You can't yeah. just sit there yeah. and rely on other people. But anyway, let's get to the the meat and potato of this show, uh, Lisa. So we started a long time ago mm-hmm. on The Simpsons. The and this was during the lockdown and on the premise of another lockdown coming very soon which I uh-huh. hope but <laughs> from what I hear could be uh, October so hope not Ooh. that would be very upsetting and then we have to go back to doing this <laughs> doing the, the Simpsons because nothing happens again like it's, it's a week where there's very very little is actually going on uh, it seems like in the, the, the world of nerd um, oh yeah dull week it's a very dull week, and it's 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 forced content. Well, here's the thing, right? You would think that we'd have lots to talk about because a Marvel movie came out, but I don't really want to go see Shanti and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I've no desire to go see. I probably will. I will but... purely because I fancy the guy Simu Liu, who uh, is the lead in it, and I only like him because he was Jung from uh, Kim's Convenience, which is like one of the best, most underrated shows ever on Netflix. Oh. Okay. See, I will go see it because you know it's a Marvel movie, and uh, mm-hmm. you know it'll have something, and it, it, it will be okay. It's like junk food, but I'm uh, there's nothing pulling me into the cinema. Like I'm gonna go yeah. see Malevolent now on the weekend, and that looks amazing. That's the new James Wan yeah. movie. 
Oh, Malignant, um, yeah. Malignant, that's the one. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm so like I know I'm gonna be terrified watching that movie. But oh I'm also yeah, really excited. Have you seen uh, Candyman two yet? Oh, okay. Candyman two is it? Is it a sequel? Because I saw it there on Sunday, and I'm like, is this a sequel? Like, I know it picks up in and around, but wasn't there sequels to Candyman beforehand? There were actual there sequels. There was an I actual remember. Candyman. Two, yeah, like back I remember in the 90s, that. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't seen this new one because I just haven't had a chance to get to the cinema. Mm. But literally, like, it's meant to be a direct sequel, and it's okay. getting great reviews. Uh, I wouldn't say great. Like, oh. I wouldn't go that far. Well, that's what the press has been saying. So well, unless they're lying, it's not that they're lying, right? It's like I saw it, and you know, I was like, okay, it. It is a direct sequel, like, but it doesn't really mm. factor in the other ones that much. But I haven't really seen the other ones. Right. I, or in a while, I haven't seen the others. I saw the original one as a teenager, I didn't see it as a kid. And yeah. then I saw the, the sequel at some point. I remember I just like binged all Clive Barker stuff. I remember I watched the three the first three Hellraisers in a row and I got up oh. and I felt sick. Good. Like literally, <laughs> I was like, my, I feel like I feel like I'm gonna get sick. And it wasn't oh. it wasn't like something that happened instantaneously. I'm like, I've been sitting here. And I feel like I'm going to, and it was just like, okay, that's gross. And then I've seen all the other ones. So I have, I, I like Clive Parker a lot, but. Oh, yeah. You know. What? Yeah, exactly. You you watch him at, you know, different times. And Candyman was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I've watched it as a teenager. So I don't really remember if the sequels, I think there's three, there's two and three. I thought, but again, could be correct. On yeah. That. But this one doesn't really matter. It just picks up directly after the first one. Well, not directly, but, you know, it follows on. It doesn't really factor them in. It doesn't matter. So it picks up about yeah. 20 years later. Starts yeah. off in the 70s. And then picks up about 20 years later. Uh, I don't know. Not 20 years later. What's it? 70. What's, is that 50 years? Jeez. Oh, that's scary. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. It's not 2000. Let's not think oh, too hard about that. That's, that's 10 swiftly. years ago was 1991. It's fine. Yeah, 10 years was 1991. That is fine. I'm going to go with that, Lisa. That's that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> do not think about oh, that too gosh. hard. Oh god, okay. Um, we are old, old as hell. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. okay, right. So it picks up, uh, in modern day after the 70s and it follows an artist and all this kind of stuff, right? But it is, it is good, it has yeah. some really cool, interesting shots. Like, it's not directed by Jordan Peele, but it's written by him. But there are okay. some cool. There are some cool bits, and you know what's coming. Uh, there are some cool bits in the movie. Like, there's a really cool shot where it's going through the the subway, and the way you do it is like it's actually really cool. It feels like the city is alive. There's some really cool kills in it. It's not scary. There's some uh, good sequences in it, uh, but it is written by Jordan Peele, and it has the problem that every Jordan Peele has, every Jordan Peele script has it all. It's always about the same thing, and it's very forced. So I'm like, look, that aside, they don't they lampshade it a little bit as well. And you're like, okay. And the story is strong enough to carry and it is quite good. Uh, It's enjoyable. It's just if you're looking for something scary, it's not scary. If you're looking for like, oh, it's a scary movie. What do you mean? It's not. There's nothing scary in it. Oh no! Is that just because you're like a hardened horror fan, or is it actually just not? Oh no, man! I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I might be a hardened horror fan, but I'm a wuss in movies. Okay, <laughs> right. You know, okay, like *Malignant*, I am literally going to be terrified. Right, but it, so. see, James Wan, I feel like, 
I watched him, but I'm not, I'm never scared by him. I only watch him to check the box of having watched the latest creators, I feel. But like, I don't think he's scary. He's so, I feel like everything he does is just so artificial and forced. Did, what, did you not like The Conjuring? Hmm? Did you not like The Conjuring? Sorry, my intern. Yeah, I liked them actually. Yeah, no, I like no, I like his movies, but I just think he like uh, I think at the core there's really good ideas, but then he just oh, yeah. I feel like everything's overproduced. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like I'll give you it's, that. Yeah, it's it's but not like if, uh, no, I really like them, but I just they, I they don't scare me, and they feel really they're just there's no authenticity to them, even though they are enjoyable. But you know what? Oh, actually, yeah, I I watched I watched Veronica last. Oh, night it's a great movie. Then, terrified me i yeah, could not movie. turn the light off it was frightening. <laughs> I, know, I know i'm a couple yeah. of years behind but it has oh, no, been on the list for so long but yeah. it's it's phenomenal i saw that i was terrified i saw that in the ifi during horathon a couple of years ago yeah it was the, it was the surprise movie oh no way yeah, oh god what good, a surprise yeah yeah, yeah no the, look one thing i miss and when the horathon comes back we'll have to actually do it as like uh I think. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, it's back. It's back this October. Back this Okay, we're doing the horathon this year. Yourself, myself, and whoever else. I love the horathon. I think it's the best thing. And you know what? I I, we haven't got the opportunity Mm -hmm. to do it on this show yet. So it's something I actually always wanted to do because I love the horathon. We'll do it this year. Yeah, we will do it this year. We'll do it this year. That'll be great. Do it this year. Yeah, I'll touch base with Ed and we'll sort that out. Amazing. That is awesome. So that's that's something to look forward to, guys. The real pros do show planning while doing the show. <laughs> um, yeah, look, this is behind the scenes, behind, behind the nerd. No behind the nerd. <laughs> but um, you know, and it was the behind the curtain. <laughs> What's a behind the laughter? <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to uh we'll have to do that. But Veronica was behind the laughter. <laughs> oh no, it was behind it was behind the laughter season ten. It was, wasn't it? It wasn't season eight. Yeah, it was season ten. It was, yeah, yeah. I was so good, but I couldn't tell anybody. Tell anybody. You know that was supposed to be the, the last episode of The Simpsons. Behind I know. Yeah. yeah. It should have been. I know. I wish it was. It should have yeah. been. It's like the perfect ending to the show. Like I know. It would oh, it was brilliant. It, oh. Every, yeah. Well, it's... they had to stagger on. <laughs> Well, like see, 20, 20 more seasons, 20, they, 20 they, more seasons. They staggered, they staggered on for a while. Okay, like I will, I will defend up to season 13, and then it gets a bit hard up until like season 31 because you just can't, like, they're they're indefensible. No, up until 31. No, they're, I, I won't even. And I was like a hardcore hardened. Where does it end for you? Where, where, I where, can't, where, I can't. I stopped watching it about. Um, 2015, when there was like this oh, episode yeah. where where Marge knocked over someone ran over a dog, and then the town became a bunch of dog lovers. Which uh, in theory I would be all over because I love that. But that was the season where we didn't even finish it. Okay. Because you know when, when you get excited every Sunday at half six, there'd be a new Simpsons episode. Yeah. On Sky One. Yeah. No, we stopped then. We actually <laughs> yeah, we stopped. Honestly, we stopped. We just stopped a oh, whole but, like yeah. twenty year family tradition dead. Yeah. No, it's dead. The, the Lady Gaga one. Was was very tough. <gasps> I love that one, but I love Lady Gaga and so I love I. Lisa, and I love uh, Lady Gaga and Lisa and together. Lisa. But that's fair, okay. No, I I, I understand that it, it 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 does cater specifically for you, though, Lisa. That's the thing. It's a very specific yeah, setup. My name is Lisa. 
<laughs> and also you like Lady Gaga and those two things aren't mutually exclusive, but you know. Uh, <laughs> but no, there's a I'm few biased. You are biased. But it's okay to acknowledge our boys are biased. That's the you know, yeah. as I do all the time when we're talking about Star Wars. Um again, it wouldn't be I, I've realized we've gone 30 minutes without talking about Star Wars, so that's an achievement as well. Um that is an achievement. And no Linux yet. No uh, Linux but yet. no no Simpson season eight either. <laughs> We've about like what 20 minutes left. Well, Will we do it? Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. Well, look, you know, we've been trying to do this for a while. And uh, look, it is a great season. I have to say, like, season eight is one that I go to a lot. It, you know, I for like a good solid about four or five years, I would literally just, all I'd watch would be The Simpsons repeats. That would it. Not for like certain seasons. Just because it was easy watching and I couldn't, you know, I didn't have like my Netflix. My, it was easier to just play The Simpsons than it was to play Netflix. So I was like, I have it on the background, but now I actually watch other things that are. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So with the results, yeah. certain seasons are just like engraved in my brain, even more so than they were as a kid. Uh, and season eight is one of them. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. It so, is, and it's 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 such a quotable season, like phenomenally quotable season. With I think some of the best episodes ever. In fact, I think it's the best season ever. It is. It's up there, all right. It really is. Uh there's there's so many good episodes to quote i guess like where do you want to start on this like well first of all would you say this is the best season of the simpsons yeah okay honestly it's got scorpio it's got john the gay guy it's got frank grimes it's got hurricane eddie it's got poochie um <laughs> it's it's got bad babysitter has it got is that sherry bobbins that i see on the list is that sherry bobbins i think it's got sherry bobbins in it, it does, like no. it's just absolutely every it has Rex, has, Rex, into a link. has Rex Banner. Ah, oh, Rex Banner. Which episode is that? No, honestly, God, this has, I think, some of the most iconic characters ever. It does. Yeah, it like does. Scorpio alone, like John but, the Gay Guy. I, I can keep repeating. It's got Frank Grimes. But it's got Grimey. Grimey, as he liked to be called. Um, as he liked to be called. But I will have to say but, off the bat. I will what? have to say. I will have to say off the bat that it does also have some episodes that I actually miss, that I actually skip when I watch. And okay. It, these are the ones. The ones are, I skipped the the one with the chili cook-off. I kind of hate that episode. <gasps> that yeah. is literally one of my favorite episodes of all time. That's so weird. I, I hate it. I, I hate it. I don't even know why I hate it. I just do. Um, Burns, Baby Burns, I hate kind of. Okay. But then not really. Uh, a Millhouse Divided, I I kind of hate Which too. one is that? That's the one where uh, the Van Houtens break up. Oh, I love the one with the Van Houtens breaking up. It has cool moments, but the, the one I don't really like that much. Can um, I borrow a feeling? I know. It has Can great moments. Can you lend moments. me a jar of love? It also, it also has Hurt the, and oh. hearts need some healing. <laughs> I feel like changing wigs. Oh. See my girlfriend's mole. She can put that anywhere <laughs> on her face. Oh, man. Oh, Did he give you the car keys, lover? I feel like changing wigs. <laughs> as I said, has great moments, but and then finally, there's another one as well that I don't like. It is the okay. You're gonna be really don't try not to get too mad. Okay, it's okay. Uh, this the Simpsons spinoff showcase. Oh, which which spinoff is that? It's the one with the love tester and the go to. Nala. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it hate too. I hate that. I like it's bits the of love it. medic grandpa. Is yeah, that that one? That's, that's yeah. that one. Yeah. 
hate so look, that. As, hate as I, that one. Like I, I there's there are episodes that I genuinely skip and hate on this one. But then again, yeah, it has okay. some of the best ones. So it's a, it's a really, really, really strange season for that sense. And it then, like, is. It's like it's the most quotable, one of the best. Like yeah. actually does have the best Simpsons episodes in it. But then it has ones that I'm like, oh, I skip. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's that that's my controversial take on it. Again, it wouldn't be me on the show if it wasn't controversial at some point. <laughs> Such an edge lord. Oh Absolutely. my god. Oh my god. Go to Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, don't please don't. <laughs> don't go to Reddit. There's, there's there's no good there. Um all right, Lisa. Let's um so here, I'll throw I'll throw it over to you. Wh- where are your favorite moments on this? Why should people watch it? gush for about five minutes okay so season eight is great um because okay look it starts off with the hank scorpio episode um i was too young when it first came out to fully understand the nuances of the whole james bond villain thing going on when i was younger but as i got older i realized oh hang on a second this is actually really badass and he's just like this totally evil super villain there's all like there's oh it's just so good like there's just oh i can't even describe it he's like the best and worst boss in the world and aa brooks just has like the best like well, you know, voice ever and but you know what like, he is though you know what he is though what? he predicted the tech millionaire boss yeah like that's it though homer's predicted hum, it. yeah that's it simpsons predicted tech corporations you know yeah. he like it you know, you go to San Francisco or something like that, and you're probably going to run into Hank Scorpio. But that's it. And it's you know? funny because, like, there's this really weird, c- cynical quote that Waylon Smithers says at the very start when he's like, Monty Burns. Monty Burns. He's there walking down the street, and, and like the Scorpio Co. Glo- Compu, Glo- I can't remember. Globutech? Globutech. What, is it? what did they call it anyway? Yeah, and they're like, oh, come on, come on, Globotex. And they're like, come on, work for us. And he's like, God, can't a man walk down the street without, without being offered, being offered a job? job. <laughs> and it's like such, it's just such dark satire. But oh, but weird. some of the quotes from, from um, you know, like uh, if you felt like killing anybody on the way out, Homer, it would really help me. And, you know, there's no bums in this town, March, but if they did, if there were, they wouldn't have to rush. You know, there's all that kind of, you know, you know I'm away you know and marge is like oh they say you're meant to drink a glass and a half of wine a day but i just can't drink that much here's one for you all right i don't know if you cop this or not but there's an incredible amount of continuity on this in this season right oh so or even in in like surrounding this so tom landry's hat is a very big part of that episode yeah it is i've never got that tom landry is wearing that hat at some point in the season, and they keep referencing the hat around the point. Homer still what? owns that hat. Yeah, watch it. Is, he is shows up in a crusty. Yeah, he shows up in a crusty episode, right? Wearing yeah. the hat, Tom Landry. But also, Homer just wear like has the hat. It's always there. It's like the, oh, the shit. It's like the big head that they have from when Bart gets blood. It's still there. Like it's still that in the house. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. That's nice continuity. Yep. And I it's, just yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing continuity. It is. It's a nice little touch. And I just I just love everything about that episode. And I think Hank Scorpio is just such a phenomenal character. He's just so yeah. strong. And it's just such a quotable episode. And it's kind of sad because it's like home. The only time Homer ever excels at a job yeah. and he makes friends with his boss and he is a real 
John's for personal fulfillment, but he sacrifices it all for his family's happiness. And my that's fav- a real sweet move. My favorite one that we've used a fair bit, and Braden could back me up on this, is uh, hammocks, business oh. hammocks. <laughs> I've actually pitched business hammocks before. <laughs> like, no, you we, haven't. I have. You I swear, I have. I have. I was like, "Can we get business hammocks?" And then he didn't. Well, the boss of time didn't get the reference, and Bryn was like, oh, "Yeah." I hope and you left that job. I did, and then we went to the whole. Uh, we we did the whole bit, you know. Uh, oh yeah, business Marianne's hammocks. Marianne gets in the hammock with you. The hammock district. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. As if that's like an actual thing. Oh man, business hammocks need to be a thing though. And here's the thing: Google do have sleep pods, so we got. As I said, <gasps> Simpsons predicted they predicted the tech industry, ladies and gentlemen. How do you think they know so much? Because they even know. predicted the certain thing that's happening now. Like, they how did. does that happen? How did how did they know everything? I like, don't know, man. But here's the they, thing, though. Right? The, the Simpsons are just that prism of the world where it's just because they were so on the pulse of everything and also predicted culture as in like they design culture and design mm. people like i have a couple like most of my friends are huge simpsons fans like like yourself myself right with a point if i want to gauge a room i'll say you know uh lisa needs braces dental plan there Sorry. you go and you'll go yeah <laughs> that's what it's designed for and you'll go over and hang out with the people but then there's uh, a couple of my friends who didn't watch the simpsons and just don't get it and you're like that's so weird you know, it's, like, it's so weird. It's just like it. It's just it's so weird. It's like how how like how? I don't, I don't understand. See, I understand that there's some people who would be divided about things like South Park, Family Guy, all that kind of thing. That like adult animation just doesn't rock my world. And I'm like, I think right. it's kind of one of those things you need to be into or not into. Do you know what I mean? Right. But I think The Simpsons. I find it weird when people don't like The Simpsons. And I'm like, what? Not even don't like it. Just especially. In- Especially a season like this. This is the season with Mr. Sparkle. Oh, but this Mr. is the season. But this is one of the seasons that would be on to, uh, uh, the den when you'd come back from school, and it would be always on RT two. Always, like yes, just was always, always on. on RT two. Oh, always I think I've seen every episode of this. Yeah, more episodes. Always, always. always. This is it my was most always season eight. Yeah, recognized season. Like yeah. I know everything about this season. Yeah, like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're so where yeah, we grew up, and I think you have to be a certain age, and you have to have a certain school routine. Yes, like you'd come. Like I don't know. You'd come home from school. You'd watch Yu Gi Oh because it'd be on, just by, and then you'd wait to The Simpsons. That's what that's what you did, you know. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, you're not from here. So I was looking at you guys. Yeah, no. So. But this is the one with Mulder and. This is the one with Mulder and Scully. This is the one where Mulder Bart. And Scully. Bart was a Bart after dark. Uh, what's that one? Oh Burlesque yeah, that, the Bless House. Oh my God, I forgot the Bless oh, House in this one. Oh, you have yeah. to be. What? Well, no, it's just like, uh, are you wearing a trash bag? Are you wearing a grocery bag? I seem to misplace my, my pants. Mislaid my pants. <laughs> so good. I love the line about so um when Marge and Lisa are off washing the rocks, and Mar and this I this I as 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 an as an owner of exotic animals. Yeah. Who require rocks in their cage that need weekly cleaning for sanitization purposes? The yes. line I have rocks that need washing at home really um, resonates with we have me. rocks 
Hundreds and hundreds of rocks. Rocks. <laughs> I have <laughs> rocks that need washing at home. And uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. Millhouse Divided. You don't like that one. Hurricane Nettie. Oh, that yeah. is just like one That's of the so best good. episodes ever. Yeah. And it has um, Marge when she's the listen lady. But then it has. Um, oh, 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 where's that gone? Where's that gone? Where's that gone? In Marge, we trust. That's Mr. Sparkado. Is it Mr. Sparkle? Light bulb fish. Yeah, Marge becomes a church counselor, home oh, yes, and a Japanese yes, church yes, at logo. Yes, yes, yes. That's it's 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 unreal. And 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 it's got like oh John the gay guy zaps. Zap. Well, here's the thing, right? Okay, so speaking of that one, right? John the gay guy is John Waters. I know. And I didn't know who John Waters was until I was <laughs> much older. I got into obscure Ooh. horror. And it just yeah. makes it so much better. And you're like, oh wow. Isn't it weird that they actually it's crazy. had crazy? I think this was after his mainstreaming with Hairspray, but still, like, having John still Waters John on a Waters. children's show. Yeah, 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 like, come on. You're it's like, so cool. dark. Here's it's just, but it's it's done so well. And well, well, here's what they said. Sorry for interrupting you, but they said apparently he agreed to do it because the script was so well done. Aww. And he's like, actually, this will help a lot of people. That's just Aww. like, wow. That's amazing. Like, the, the Simpsons are just, you know, I know people compare Rick and Morty and stuff. And yeah, season one and two of Rick and Morty. Well, season one and two of Rick and Morty have Simpsons moments, but there's no show like The Simpsons. When it was out there, it's just the best show ever. Yeah. And it just is. And it's like, anyone says otherwise, it's like, it's like the way people say they don't like Abbott. It's like, that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie. But man, like, yeah, like, Stuff like that is great, but Mountain of Madness. I love Mountain of Madness, and I always forget <gasps> how much I love it. Oh, and then I'm like, episode. you know, what? What's a guy? <laughs> oh, a guy! Oh, a guy! <laughs> oh, that's um, so good. Let's speaking of guy. What about grime? E. Oh, uh, grime. Yes, Grimey. it's a phenomenal oh, episode. So good. It's so good. I don't need to wear safety gloves. I'm Homer Simpson. Or is that you in space? You've never been. <laughs> You've never been. I'm gonna go a to my house. The factory downtown. Oh no, no, sorry. The best, one of the best moments of that is like, what happened? Uh, well, it started falling over. Oh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it fell over. <laughs> Millhouse as the night watchman in Bart's factory, I think, is one of my favorite things ever. And I love the bit where he gets the coffee and the coffee cup falls. <laughs> the rock. Falling- coffee cup then out comes the coffee and he stands there twirling his baton going well at least i'm doing better than my dad oh it's brilliant it's <laughs> brilliant i just love it i love it so much and let's I, not forget poochie poochie well you know he needs access to a time machine when poochie's <laughs> not <some> there <laughs> for some reason and when he's not there but he needs to ask where's poochie it also uh, heralded the start of um of edna kerbopel and prince skipple skipper <laughs> yes it did did that was the one season like a lot of iconic characters a lot of the most some of the most famous quotes all from this one little sitting or season all from this one orange <laughs> but here the another juice one. loosener of an app of a series well yeah and then it was picked up in grade school confidential that was like that yeah. was like the, the big one there and set it up but like also laddie is in this one where bark gets the credit card santa's little helper or <gasps> santos l helper Santos El Helper. Do you know I still get a Smith's catalogue delivered to my house every year to Santos El Helper? Oh, stop, you don't. No, literally. Oh, no, I do. I take a picture every year when it oh, comes this year. In about great. October, I'll show you. No, honest to God. Do, go, do. That's stalk me. my Facebook. Honest to God, I post a picture of this every year. They still send Santos El Helper a Smith's catalogue. That's incredible. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Actually, take a picture of that and block out your address. That's also in Vernier's No Media t-shirt right there. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> there we go. We are going to have like the wildest red bubble account. Oh man, we're going to yeah, absolutely, you know, shield that merch like you wouldn't believe. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love the the Homer versus the Eighteenth Amendment. Uh, you know, and here's it, it's funny because there's all the little jokes in that. It, you know, when Homer's okay. in the bar at Patrick's Day, you know, I'm oh, the yeah. Prime Minister of Ireland, right? If you actually look up on the wall, it says "No Irish need apply." Yeah, and it's like oh. that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that it starts that way but i just love you know like the beer baron stuff is amazing this is a rex banner he's just like no, <laughs> i'll no. find you beer baron no you won't yes, yes i, I will. will no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the best it's just it's, the best it's such a good <laughs> season but all these characters, because there are other seasons where we were like, okay, like, you know, like the monorail episode is great. And yeah. Marge being not proud is so beautiful and stuff like that. But just there's something about season eight where you're like, this was one season. Yes. Like they, they peaked. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like nothing is a strong, like I know. Okay. I don't like Burns, Baby Burns a whole mm. lot either. And there's yeah. a couple of other episodes that are a bit more like, eh. but still like to have like 95% of your content for an entire season be that strong. It's actually frightening. Yeah. Because I didn't know all those episodes were the one season until I looked at that list today. Well, see, that's the thing, you know, as I said, like it's there are duds in here and they are quite substantial duds. But (laughs) you get the dude. (laughs) But it's such a good season that it doesn't matter. You know, it actually does not matter. Um, And I would say, look, if you haven't seen The Simpsons for some reason, (laughs) you're (laughs) listening to the wrong show, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Do watch it, or, or if you haven't watched it in a while, go back and watch it. The DVD is there. You can. There's ways to get it, and if you have Disney Plus, man, it's on Disney Plus. There's no, there's no excuse. Proud um, sponsors of Nerd to No Basis. Oh, I wish. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I one wish. day, one day. Give us, give us money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying the new uh, super liminal approach to advertising. <laughs> hey, give us money. <laughs> hey, give us money. <laughs> Cough, cough, time, time, cough, cough, time. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, again, I, I think it's brilliant. We finally got there. You know, d- depending on how things go, we might go to season nine. But, you know, it was an absolute thrill to watch season eight for this week. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't yeah. know. I, you know, sometimes when you do stuff for this, it's work. But watching yeah. The Simpsons and season eight, it's brilliant. It's just, you know, and each one of these episodes we could go through in great detail. We might at some point, but I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Just so strong, so strong and so iconic and and so many happy memories and happy quotes and such a unifying effect of, you know, because if if you say, you know, all the quotes, like you said, like with the Lisa Knees Braces dental plan thing, there's so many quotes from this, you know, that people just relate to and and it's lovely and it's all very unifying and great. But like, they're they're not only ones that like you would say, but they're ones that everybody knows, the ones that have been memed, but literally you can walk into a party when obviously parties are things again, and say dental plan, and someone will say Lisa needs braces, and then you have a friend forever. Life, life yeah. for life. And what else could you do that with, man? You can't, you can't do that with anybody else. <laughs> you know. Also, also, I forgot it has the the brother from another series, which is the sideshow Bob. Uh, <gasps> damn, cousin oh Merle. Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> god! How did I forget that? That's one of the no. best episodes. Oh man. Like I, I remember oh. growing up, cousin Merrill. That was like what we'd always joke. We're like, oh, cousin yeah. Merrill. <laughs> oh. Brilliant. He ain't been quite right. Like he, he ain't been quite. <laughs> it's 
is brilliant. And particularly being a Fraser fan as well, as like a yeah. teenager, a younger kid into a teenager, like for some reason I'm watching Fraser since I was eight. I don't know how to happen. I think that's another thing that our generation we watched Fraser at like as an eight year old for some reason. You did, weird. yeah. It was just a thing you. It was did. just a thing you did. That I don't... And Seinfeld for some reason. No, I didn't watch Seinfeld, but I did Me watch neither. Fraser. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a show about nothing. Uh, uh, no, Fraser would always be on around the same time as Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah. So you you know that's how I usually watched it, but no, I didn't. Yeah. I never seen Seinfeld. Seinfeld wasn't a thing, but. I, I do, yeah, it's one of those things that's just lost. It, look, as amazing as streaming is, as amazing as it is having all these channels, there is something to be said for everybody just having eight channels because then it creates a unifying culture in some ways. And yeah. that's, I think that's what it is. It was an experience to watch The Simpsons because everybody watched The Simpsons. Yeah. It was an experience to watch Yu-Gi-Oh because Yu-Gi-Oh is great and it shouldn't be a kid show because it's a card game about stealing souls and killing people. But the big titty dragon maidens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All hail. Oh my god. Anyway, Lisa, this has been wild but amazing. I've missed doing a yeah. show with you, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're back. Same, you know when you when, you when you took your your hiatus. People keep saying that, but I was never away. I it felt like you were away. I just had lockdown. It felt like you were away. I know. We I just had lockdown related. I just it was. You know, look, yeah. there's only so many, there's only so many lockdowns a person can go through without like being <laughs> done true. with humanity. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's a sentence true. I never thought I'd have to say this time last year when we had just gone through <laughs> lockdown. Oh yeah, that lockdown was fine. It was the other one that was the problem. <laughs> you <laughs> only the have one. one. After that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, it's great to be back. Anyway, yeah. Oh no, it's it's great. I have to say. Um. Again, you know, thanks for everybody who listened to us. Uh, this week. We will be back as normal as we are. Um, you know, there's where we tape the show every Wednesday. Uh, our tech issues have been resolved. The rest of the gang should be back relatively soon. But Lisa, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to plug before we finish up? Hashtag Lisa for Eurovision. Well, that, that was obvious. Like, <laughs> the whole start of the show was that. Uh, yes. Hashtag Lisa for Eurovision. If you're, if you're an RTE, you know, we're going to email you. So you might as well get ahead of this and be like, offered a position very soon because you know we need to make this happen folks we're gonna set out cards uh placards all that kind of stuff all the things you know the 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 the, the what's a change.org yeah <laughs> yeah all that stuff going. Running, yeah. exactly so no matter who they pick we're gonna like protest against them to get you on really <laughs> so it has to happen you know? <laughs> i'm okay with that i'll allow it i'll allow it oh <laughs> uh, i love the way she's like is this a joke but you know it's oh funny. no i know it's not oh no, no idea <laughs> You have no idea. No, this I, I've never. I do not joke about Eurovision. Oh, that's fair. That is totally <laughs> fair. But uh, guys, if you want to check out the track, you can. Uh, well, you can't now because it's not up. But you can pre-order the album. The track is coming out. It's dropping this Friday. So by the time the show goes out, it's already been out. So go over to allirelandmetal.com, and there's a link to Bandcamp, to Spotify, all that good stuff. All the money is going to Bernardo's. So you know. Please buy the album and buy the merch. You'll get a cool well, hoodie. Somebody cool please shirt. help the children. Well, that's it. You know, it, and it's, there are amazing tracks on the first album and then there's two other albums dropping. But yeah, man, people are going to be, uh, they're going to have that song stuck in their head for ages. So uh, <laughs> do enjoy it. Do enjoy it. But again, for the entire Nerd to Know Media crowd, we will be back next week here on Phoenix 92.5 FM for Nerd to Know Basis. Bye, everybody. 
Check out the rest of Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm and of course over on NerdToKnowMedia.com the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.